Hello, and welcome to the His and Her Show with Jody and Alex Miziak. And today we thought we would, in, you know, just introduce us, share a little bit about ourselves before we really get into the His and Her Show and uh, the many, many episodes to follow. So I am Jody Misiak, and I am a, in a certified master empowerment coach, uh, empowered mothering coach, and a mommy get expert. Uh, and I am a mom of two young children, a four-year-old and a two-year-old. And I have always wanted to do a podcast show, and now I've roped my husband into doing it along with me. And I'm so excited to have his thoughts and opinions on what I've been doing for the last couple years. And I have wanted to be a mom since I could remember, like a young girl, always had my dolls with me and things. And I thought I always would be a, I'd be a stay-at-home mom. That was kind of like my idea. I was like, oh, if I can be a stay-at-home mom, that would be the best job ever. And just before I found out we were pregnant with our daughter, I actually stumbled upon something that was like, this is what I want to do, which was empowerment coaching. It really put everything I wanted to help women. And I actually signed up for a program right there. And then before I even knew what kind of adventures we were going on, I discovered this program and I'm just so excited that I have because it gives me both worlds. It gives me something that's my own, something I get to do for me. And it really filling that my, my cup up in a way of, of helping others. And I get to be around my kids. I work from home. So that's kind of where it all started. And the self-love part is I didn't have that growing up. I didn't have that self-love. And I spent so many of my years chasing boys, left, right, and center, because I was looking for love and I was looking for love in the wrong places. So later on in my mid twenties, I actually, I went some deep searching after a breakup. I took a whole year of just like deep searching. This is when I really started meditating and I really just started to really love who I was. And I actually remember, I think it was a week before, um, I met my husband, Alex, <laughs> and I was like, I love myself. Like, I love who I am. I don't actually need a man. I finally got it. I was, I think, I was 25, but I was like, I got this. Like, if I never have somebody, I don't need that. It's not about having another half. It's about finding somebody that really compliments you. And it's like complementary colors, really. So they're completely different, but they complement you. But they're, you don't need them to be whole. And I finally got it. And a week later, I met Alex Ballroom Dancing. And the rest is history. <laughs> well, with ups and downs. Like, we have our ups and downs all the time, right? Um, but so self-love to me is very important. And I, I really am passionate about helping moms feel that so, because we are the foundation for our children. They look to us for everything. And even though they might not always be li- like actually look like they're listening to us or listen to us when we say something, they are actually seeing and, and listening when we don't like we don't realize it. Cuz Anastasia before has said things that I'm like, "Oh, you were listening." <laughs> so, I'm here to just really help women 
so we can kind of stop beating ourselves up. And part of that is mommy guilt. When we feel bad about parenting, that means we need more self-love in our life. And it's building that solid foundation of self-love for who we are, what we do, and we'll feel less mommy guilt. So it kind of comes hand in hand. When we love ourselves, we know who we are, we come from an authentic place. That guilt of like, oh, I should have done this. I could have done this. Oh man, like I'm a horrible mom for getting this. It fades away. It might not go completely away. There's, there's days, but where there's love, there's less guilt. Where there's love, there's less fear. Where there's love, like love conquers so many things. So that's where I really come from and then go along with the mommy guilt. And that's kind of, you know, my jam. And uh, I just, um, having that foundation, just, it really is a powerful thing. Oh, and that's what I was going to say. Self-love is also a journey not a desk, like just, and I've learned this myself. I was like, oh, I have self-love and I keep reading things and I keep loving myself more. It's like relationships. You can fall in love with somebody, but every day you get to know them a little bit more still and deeper and deeper. And that is what we look for for ourselves. We have these relationships in our lives and maybe we spend a lot of time making sure they're strong, but then we forget about ourselves. So that's where I really come in is building strong relationship with ourselves. So I think I've talked long enough. You'll find I probably talk a lot, Um, but I'm going to pass over the mic to my husband, Alex. Yeah, thank you. Um, (laughs) And that's all right. I mean, there has to be a bigger talker than at least maybe not every episode, but at least one episode. Um, So for myself, um, like as Jody mentioned, we met ballroom dancing, and the rest is basically history. I've been with her on this big journey that yes. she's taken. Um, you know, being as supportive as I can most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's uh, you know I, I'm not I'm not perfect. I'm not uh, I'm not the um, you know I've, I've I've certainly got flaws, and it's not uh, it's it's not like. Um, it's not like uh, she couldn't have done this without me. I'm just glad that I was able to help the way I, I can. So, and, uh, and you, you know, Jody does mention that she is a mommy guilt expert, but this podcast is for um, just parents in general, mm-hmm. because to think that um, a father, uh, single or in a, in a relationship um, as a couple or whatever, doesn't feel guilt about uh, child rearing is probably a big fallacy. I mean, if you're a, any kind of father, you're probably going to feel, you should be feeling something. Uh, uh, um, uh, you should be taking an active role in raising your children. Um, because, you know, there's a, I don't want to get too negative, but there's a saying, it's like any idiot can make a baby. It takes a real man to be a father. So um, that's that's where... Like I've tried to come from uh, since becoming um, a, a father is I, I want to be present. I want to be there. I want to help. Um, and I'm sure many, many um, fathers out there are in the same boat. So, of course, they're going to feel guilty. So this is for everyone mm-hmm. on this yes. podcast, for, for two of us, to present the two different sides. Mm-hmm. Um, 
because I think it might be a little, if it was just you, it might be a little too easy for, um, uh, fathers or men to be like, Oh, whatever. She's just, she's not talking to me, but we are, we are talking to everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, now as for my background, I'm just, you know, I've graduated just, just well, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm just, a, I'm just, well, I'm a, I'm just a software developer, right? So I, I don't have, um, I'm learning from you, but I, I don't have the, the big, uh, I didn't take the course. I didn't, uh, I didn't do as much, uh, in terms of investment along those lines. So I've been sort of following you along your journey and going, oh, this is this is really interesting and I can see the change and it's exciting and, and wonderful. And to do that for myself is still on my list of things to do. <laughs> so I've got to do like, I'm doing bits of it for sure um, as, as I go, but uh, as we go along. Um but that's that's what I mean. Like I, you know, I'm, I I have uh, I drank the Kool Aid. I buy I buy, <laughs> I buy into the idea, and um, I want to talk to or provide another uh, opinion, like because there's two sides to every mm-hmm. story. To the things we're going to share on the podcast, and um, I feel like it's almost better that I ha- haven't done the same stuff that you have because then you're just going to hear the same thing just mm-hmm. in two different voices. This way you get to hear different opinions and different um, points of view. Um, and so by saying I'm just a software developer, it means not to belittle the software developers or, or anything else or whether you're a constructor worker or whatever else, but it's an, it's an, it's a uh, fairly understandable profession. There's no secrets behind it or anything like that. I will be, your every, I will be the everyman, the voice of the everyman, basically, who uh, who who sits back and looks at um, people like Jody, and as they talk and share, and I will, you know, the the opinions I'm offering, um, I, I'm I'm getting all uh, confuzzled here, but uh, <laughs> okay. I'm just trying I'm just trying to provide like the the everyman type of, uh, type of point of view. Um, and hopefully that will be a benefit, uh, to, to our listeners. Um, I think that's all I wanted to say along those lines. Um, but I am excited to be part of this. I know she said, she jokingly said she wrote me into this, but (laughs) I, I'm very happy to, to be here and to talk and to share. Um, and you know, the, the ultimate goal is to benefit you guys, our listeners. Yes. Yeah. I actually love how you mentioned that you're not perfect. We definitely are going to be talking about the subject more on the podcast. But if you're if anybody's out there listening, and you're striving for perfection, there's no such thing. When we when we try to be perfect, then we lose the ourselves in being what something is classified as perfect. So you're perfectly you you're perfectly imperfect. And that's okay. I like that. Perfectly imperfect. That's right. It's okay to be there. And um, when we try to fit ourselves into a box of being, you know, here's the perfect box. This is, you know, what the perfect mom looks like or the perfect dad or the perfect family or the perfect kids. When we put people in those boxes, they lose who they are. So it's keeping that in mind as well. And uh, I just love how you said that because I spent years trying to be perfect or being a people pleaser. You know, because I was looking for that love and 
it just wore me down. I remember after being at family get togethers and stuff, I'm just like, oh my gosh, that was so exhausting. And years later, realizing I wasn't, be- it was because I was pretending to be somebody else. I was always fitting in. I was like the best person to like, I had five different groups of friends in high school. None of them got to get along, but I could easily just jump from one group to the other. I just would put on a certain mask to fit in. So yeah, yeah. perfect really does, like if you're thri- like, you know, really reaching for perfection, if you get there, it's going to exhaust you. Well, I, th- I think that that plays into it is that you, everyone's idea of perfect is different. Yes. And um, you might have your idea of perfect. Someone else has their idea of perfect. And when you, if you're being a people pleaser, that's what you're doing is that you are, you are putting on a persona mm-hmm. to be the perfect whatever right? The perfect fit in this group, the perfect fit in that group. And when you are doing that, everybody does it to some degree, I think. Um, you know, you, you might have a filter on, for example, so you don't say the wrong thing in the, in the wrong group of people. I'm actually kind of working on that and I'm kind of ditching remove, that. I'm, that. I'm ditching that. It's like if if somebody has a feeling about what I said, that's on them. Now, that doesn't mean that we badmouth somebody. Yeah. But if I'm, you know, if and it's not, a, it's, I guess, like, yes, it's about, like, racial remarks and things like that. But that's, that's not being, coming from my own personal, authentic self anyways. But I'm, I'm just going to show, I'm really at this place now where I really just want to show up as me. Yeah. And it, no filters anymore. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. No, I'm just saying a lot of people do have those, yes. those filters built in. Oh, and, it, and yes, when, when yeah. you, when you extend that into, you know, putting on a persona, uh, or a mask uh, to to be this person that you're not. Yes, it's exhausting, especially if you have to do it constantly, or if you have to change or sh- shift personas or put on different. It's like if you look at what an actor has to go through to be a particular person on a TV show. Now imagine trying to like do that every day of your life. Mm-hmm. Um, that that would exhaust anyone. So, uh, yeah, that's definitely something you don't want to be doing. But I, I feel a lot of us fall into that. Oh, yes. Do and do that. So. And I spent years of it. And it was it's so freeing when you finally am like, I'm awesome as I am. And other people around me, if they're not cool with who I really am, then I'm cool with saying goodbye to them. Like, it's okay to move on when you're being true to who you are. And again, that doesn't mean like being it's. It's not about putting negativity on the other person, but it's it's letting go of the, the person you used to be, the person that used to people please. And I've definitely seen lots of people come and go in my life. You know, sometimes people show up in our lives for a reason and sometimes people leave for the same reason. So, yeah, it's just about really getting to know who you really are as a person and being okay with that. Because the longest relationship you'll ever have in your life is with yourself. The longest relationship ever. So you might as well get to love and to know yourself. And be kind to yourself. Exactly. So, And when you do all those things, and we'll talk more about <laughs> all that um, throughout the our podcast series, uh, when you do those things, when you're, you're other people may see it as being mean but you won't be acting you won't be acting nothing you'll be doing will be coming from a place of hurt or pain 
so you when you when you put that out there um you're you're not you're not like i said if you're not coming from those those dark places when you're doing these things then you have nothing to feel guilty about no when you're coming from that place of love like love when you love yourself and you love who you are you come from this place of love, not hate. When you're actually looking at people and comparing yourself or you're putting people down because it, it makes you feel good. Like, you know why bullies bully. Like, we're not going to get in that topic too much. But when we love who we are, you can that love shines out. And some people might be afraid of that. And that's what really that's kind what's of ha- that's ba- what's happening. bounces, right? Yeah. Like, they're like, whoa. Or they're afraid of losing the old you because they've known you. And I definitely have that in my own life right now where it's like, wow, I've changed so much. And other people around me have not. So, But it's it's being true to who you are, loving you to the fullest and just loving outward. And that's all you can do is love the people around you. And you might have to love them from afar. So big huge love and hug to everybody right now yeah so hopefully that's given you some um insight into who we are and what we're going to try and do throughout this Mm -hmm. uh podcast series um if you know if you like what you hear tune in if you continue to like what you hear keep tuning in and share every week we'll have a new one being um i guess a new topic yeah new topic and a new episode available every friday yeah Okay, so we hope you have a beautiful day. Take care. Bye for now.